0: Hello and welcome to The Literature Podcast, A Novel Review. My name is Seamus, your host, and together we will discuss, dissect, and explore the wonderful world of literature. And the wonderful world of literature is a vast and dense jungle. So let's start making our way through, one book at a time. Hello, good day, and welcome to the beginning of another episode of A Novel Review, a podcast exploring the wonderful world of literature. My name is Seamus and I am your host, and for today's episode, hopefully there's a nice structure to it, because today I will be talking about the literary theory structuralism. But before I jump into this theory, I always take a moment to reflect on any mantelpiece moments, something to highlight from the week past, and... This week, the end of an era. I saw in cinemas Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. It is funny because, I don't know, Indiana Jones has been such a big motivation and inspiration upon my life. And yet this is only the second time I've actually had the chance to see it in cinemas. I mean, of course, owing to the fact that the originals came out in the 80s and I am not that old. Still, it was great fun. It was, you know, incredibly nostalgic. I thought they did the fan service really well, and the story left me wanting more, as always. Of course, it was, you know, I mean, it was just great to get some new content to watch, really, and some old friends come back. Of course, there's a historical mystery along the way, and I also really enjoyed the addition of Phoebe Waller Bridge because, you know, I think her show Fleabag is one of the better written comedy shows out there. So. Check that out on a completely different note. But yes, Indiana Jones, thank you for all that you have done. I think it's time for a rewatch of all the films. Housekeeping, as always, all the scripts from the episode are available on my website, just in case you know of anyone who has a hearing impairment who might get a kick out of a written version of the pod. So head along, they are all free for use for all to enjoy. Okay, here we go strap in because you guys seem to like the episode I did on Russian formalism So we are running it back with some structuralism today and I guess a great starting point is to question What's the difference between structuralism and formalism because from the offset? It sounds like they are quite similar, but rest assured they are different now I will briefly talk about formalism and what that is all about. Uh, But I will say, go check out that formalism episode if you want a bit more detail. That being said, this isn't going to be sort of a, a comparative episode, so you don't need that prior knowledge, of course, but they are similar. So it is good to have an understanding of both if it interests you, of course. So just briefly for those in the back, formalism was a school of thought that focused on the formal aspects of literature such as the structure, language, and style of literary works. This approach was in contrast to the traditional approach to literature, which focused on the author's intention, the historical and cultural context of the work, and its social and political implications. So what is important in formalism is how the piece of literature is constructed in a sense, whereas structuralism emerged in the mid-20th century as a groundbreaking theoretical framework for interpreting and analyzing literature. It revolutionized literary criticism by shifting the focus from the author's intentions and the reader's subjective interpretation to the underlying structures and systems within a text. Structuralists argue that meaning in literature is not solely derived from the context of the text or the author's intentions, but resides in the underlying structures that organize and generate meaning. They emphasise the interrelationships between elements within a text such as symbols, motifs, themes, and narrative devices as key components in constructing meaning. By analysing these structures, scholars can then uncover the fundamental codes and rules that govern the text. A central aspect of literary structuralism is the identification and exploration of binary oppositions. Structuralists propose that meaning is generated through the tension and interaction between opposing elements within a text. For example, light and dark, good and evil, or nature and culture. These are some common binary oppositions found in literature. These oppositions reflect broader cultural and social systems and reveal the underlying power dynamics and conflicts within a text. Structuralism came about from a French guy called Ferdinand de Saussure. Before Saussure came along, it was believed and perceived that words had a direct relationship with that which they were describing from its inherent meaning. Before Saussure, the word tree was believed to represent an actual tree in the physical world, whereas Saussure pointed out that this is not the case, and that the word tree sparks a mental interpretation Of what a tree is, and that is what gives it meaning. René Magritte, the famous painter, has an artwork entitled, This is not a pipe, and it's a painting of a pipe. Now, of course, this is not a painting of a real pipe, but rather a constructed image of one. Roland Barthes wrote a particularly famous essay called The Death of the Author, and of course, the point is, the meaning isn't any more derived from what the author had intended and instead taken from the meaning and sentiments that you attach to it as, its, as the reader. And so, what the structuralists did and do, I suppose, is break down and rifle through the bones and structures of art to locate the underlying structures. In Barth's essay, he discusses how structuralism is anti-individualistic, and by extension, anti-artist. It doesn't matter your hopes and intentions as the artist, only the unifying factors that built your artwork, and what meaning can be pulled from it. But this is a curious thing, because you might have listened to this information and gone, "Okay, but what's the point? Why do we have to break down and analyse a text on a more structural level? Well, it is important because for so long the author's intention was what was important in literature and art structuralism served to show and prove that meaning is not inherent in these artistic outputs and instead it's up to the society in which the world exists in think about now with cancel culture something that was the author's intentions does not mean that universally it has to be received this way this idea that it always was means it always has to be is no longer the case Yes, you used to be able to slap your secretary's ass after coming back from a boozy lunch after doing no work and smoking cigars on a Friday, but guess what? Just because you that used to be okay does not mean everyone else has to see it that way, you sleazy, lazy perv. Now, that is a very, very loose example, and from a more professional aspect, it could be that, well, maybe a book that is written in the Western country might not translate as well as you think to other countries, That have their own culture their own views and perceptions i hope that was clear enough to give you an idea into a literary theory if there is a theory you would like me to touch on of course feel free to reach out this was you know a very brief overview of what the theory of structuralism is there's more to it but hopefully that was a nice little taster so what am i reading this week this week I am reading a secret. No, that's not the name of the book. But in fact, I actually have to keep what I'm reading under wraps because it's a book that has not yet been released. It's for an upcoming interview with an author. Uh, I also won't mention the author's name to protect that, but this is their fourth book and it's a historical fiction novel. And I don't want to give too much away because I don't want to spoil the surprise, the interview or ruin the story, but it's making for some great reading. The story is rich and enjoyable and I'm excited to talk to the author and dissect it all. So that's what I'm reading this week. I'm sorry. I can't tell you the name or anything like that, but it's coming soon. Now, before I close out the show, if you have listened this far, please consider hitting those five stars. I would really appreciate it. Also feel free to head along to the website and support the pod. And of course, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your attention. So I think it's time to end this episode, and today to take us away, I think a bit of Roland Barthes and a lovely quote from A Lover's Discourse Fragments, and the quote goes... Someone tells me this kind of love is not viable. But how can you evaluate viability? Why is the viable a good thing? Why is it better to last than to burn?